I'm Justin Dane with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Texas has been allowing residents to carry handguns without a license since September 2021. However, despite not needing a permit, over 200,000 Texans obtained licenses in 2022. License to carry classes still hold appeal due to benefits such as understanding the law, the ability to carry across state lines, and peace of mind. Supporters of permitless carry, often referred to as constitutional carry, argue that it aligns with a conservative interpretation of the Second Amendment and safeguards citizens' rights. Gun safety activists and law enforcement officers have expressed concerns about the lack of training that comes with permitless carry, highlighting potential safety issues and misunderstandings of the law. Prior to permitless carry, Texans needed licenses involving fingerprint submission, training, and exams to carry handguns openly or concealed. Despite permitless carry being in effect, there are still restrictions on carrying firearms, and arrests for unlawful carry have increased, leading some to seek licenses for clarity and protection. While permitless carry is now law in Texas, debate continues about its implications and whether there might be shifts in society's approach to firearms, especially as concerns about safety increase. Officials in Texas are growing increasingly concerned about the escalating threat of wildfires due to soaring temperatures and dry conditions. The Texas A&M Forest Service has elevated its preparedness to a level 4 rating, the second highest rating due to the number of fires across the state and potential for more severe and uncontrollable wildfires. Despite containment efforts, 8,500 acres of land have already been consumed by wildfires since August 1st. The situation is made worse by strong winds, high temperatures, and minimal rainfall, which have dried out natural vegetation. Texas A&M Forest Service Fire Chief Wes Moorhead emphasized that wildfires are becoming more complex and are demanding more resources to manage and put out. Human activities are a significant contributor to about 90% of wildfires in Texas, highlighting the importance of awareness about fire ignition sources, like discarded cigarettes or sparks from vehicles. The risk of fires is forecasted to persist through the coming days. Most vulnerable regions include parts of the I-35 corridor and cities like Dallas, Waco, Austin, San Antonio, Abilene, Wichita Falls, and several others, due to parched vegetation primed by prolonged hot and dry conditions. The impact of climate patterns, including high temperatures pushing away potential rain, is exacerbating the fire risk. Austin Mayor Kirk Watson and Governor Greg Abbott initially agreed to send state troopers to support the understaffed Austin Police Department in March. However, the partnership was suspended after four months due to reports that state troopers had drawn a gun on a 10-year-old during a traffic stop. Despite this, Governor Abbott responded by sending an additional 30 troopers to Austin, bringing the total to 130. Records obtained by the Texas Tribune through an open records request revealed that between March and July, a five-month period, the Texas Department of Public Safety officers made more than 1,200 arrests in Travis County, a significant increase from the 935 arrests made by state troopers in the county throughout the entire year of 2022. Critics of the partnership suspension argue that state troopers played a role in deterring crime, but others, including local activists and officials, have raised concerns about racial profiling and over-policing in predominantly black and Latino neighborhoods. Data shows that during the partnership, 82% of people charged with misdemeanors by state troopers were black or Latino, 
State troopers also filed over 200 marijuana-related charges in Travis County this year, despite minor marijuana possession being decriminalized in Austin. Governor Abbott defends the increased DPS presence in Austin, citing the need to combat crime, while critics argue that the move reflects a lack of coordination and community input. The situation has brought to light broader issues of police-community relations, racial profiling, and the balance between law enforcement and community well-being. We have a favor to ask. Would you mind going to texastribune.org slash brief survey to take a five-minute listener survey? This is the best way for the Texas Tribune to know what works and what doesn't for our podcasts. The link again is texastribune.org slash brief survey. There's also a link in the show notes. We appreciate your feedback. Check for updates to any of the stories you heard in today's episode at texastribune.org. And follow The Brief Podcast for daily news updates wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Justin Dane for the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. Today's brief is brought to you by BNSF Railway. At BNSF, we keep our orange house green. In fact, we are committed to a 30% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions by the year 2030. Find out more at bnsf.com. The wait is over. The Texas Tribune Festival program is now live. Join us September 21st through the 23rd in downtown Austin for more than 100 unforgettable conversations about politics, policy, and the day's news. Explore the program and buy tickets now at tribfest.org.